You're listening to a Bored to Death Hero Cast, talking superhero anime and other hero fare in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome to the Bored to Death Hero Cast for the conclusion of Titans Season 3. Will we stop being a pussy? No. Will we figure out what's going on? Probably not. No. Because <laughs> they've got to no. keep this going for another season. Uh, I am Jay, being joined by... Zeke. Chris. Road. And... You know a special occasion when we have Chris here. Yeah, well, it helps that he's finally, you know, that we... That is, he's got today, this this evening off, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's that but that's mostly because I think your boss finally had took some mercy on you. Well, I did po- work, possibly. I did work all, literally all day yesterday. Yeah, um, and I'm functioning right now mostly on uh, caffeine and willpower because I was out late last night to see the Critical Role uh, Campaign Three, uh, Episode One in the movie theaters, which means I got home around uh, quarter to three. And got about three hours of sleep before I had to go into work. <laughs> I just stayed up watching uh, horror movies all night. Yeah, well. Yeah, back to normal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much my normal. Well, that's because you're taking notes. Yeah, I need to. That's all we're going to say for plausible <laughs> deniability. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, Titans. Uh, when we last left off, Crane's plan is underway. He's. Flooded the city's water supply with his uh, with his drug. People are going crazy. Uh, the police are overwhelmed, and they're in Crane's pocket, so they're not really doing a whole lot to keep things under control. Yeah, they are. They're checking head counts. Yes, but they're checking head counts for the people that are holding out and not willing to go through. So they can, with uh, so they with following with going along with the new with the new regime. They're still doing something, but I mean, it's on the wrong. They're side. not doing their jobs. They're doing a job for the wrong people. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They're correct. <laughs> Pretty much. But then, Gotham. Yeah. Who if is? the cops aren't aren't corrupt, then... Something is wrong. Something is up. Exactly. Um, and Crane has also managed, managed to get the Titans discredited by uh, pinning a whole lot of this on Nightwing. So the rest of the Titans are guilty by association. Which also got the, the people to start distrusting the police because the Titans had been working with the police. Uh, and because he, because he got the cops in his pockets, that they, the Titans can no longer work with the cops. And Barbara Gordon's now been arrested. Uh, Donna Troy is back in town, and she's hooked up with Tim Drake, and they are planning to organize the holdouts to uh, resist the upcoming police raids. Crane and uh, Jason and Jason Todd, the the little bitch, uh, have uh, taken over Wayne Manor. And oh, and Crane has basically gone crazy because he realized I'm a pussy. <laughs> I can't do anything unless I unless I use proxies. And he's basically cut his own face up and has basically said the time for masks is over, which. We Sounds ominous. That, which we all thought that he was going to put his scarecrow mask on. Mm-hmm. When he started cutting up his face. Uh, actually, you, Chris, thought he was going to pull uh, like a scarecrow from the Arkham games and sew his own mask onto his that face. That would have been so Badass. freaking awesome if he yeah. did. But the way he says he said like no more time for masks is over almost makes me wonder if 
he's going to become now going to become this universe's version of Black Mask, the False Face Society. Because during No Man's Land, that's what Black Mask and the and the False Face Society started doing. They started like uh, cutting their own faces up. Yeah, it was some gruesome imagery. <laughs> you know, it was. There's a possibility. Mm-hmm. There's a heavy possibility. Um, oh, and uh, Dick Grayson is dying in a pool of his own blood after a bystander who Shoots thought who who thought he you know that Nightwing was bad and Red Hood was good shot Dick in the neck. And then and then the mob started. The pussy runs away. Yep. The good little, job. Like a little bitch. You were so excited for Red Hood. Hood. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. Wait, they lowered him down a little bit. That's fine. We're fine with this. He don't need all those cool lines. What the fuck? He leaning in. They made him a bitch. Yeah, once the drugs showed up, suddenly suddenly you realize the only reason he was being badass is because he's on the drug. And now he's not taking the drug anymore, so now he's a little bitch. So, it's not like we're going to get that scene from uh, Under the Red Hood. <laughs> Which uh, one? The one that you told me was your favorite scene. Because oh, it was your favorite line in the whole thing. You where... mean the, uh, the, the the heads on the table? Yeah. yeah well, well, no, no. I'm talking about like when he and Batman finally start fighting in that bathroom. Oh, yes! Batman just beats the <laughs> shit out of him with everything. <laughs> Throws him through a wall. And we could still see that because Donna Troy saved... Saved Bruce Wayne f- from the burning castle in there Westeros. Is no way, not my Batman is going to do this. There's you don't no know way. that, but it's he, your Bruce Wayne. No, because no. remember, Batman and Bruce Wayne are. Two and here's guys. the thing: earlier today, I was wondering. You know, it almost occurred to me that there was a bit of a plot hole because Donna Troy, when she returned to the mortal world, she went to Westeros. I mean, somewhere in Western Europe to save Bruce. And then, within a day, she's walking up to the outskirts of Gotham. Well, I mean, supposedly Wonder Woman has the same speed as Flash. Does she, does she have that, that same speed in no, this well, in this well, universe? She, well, she does have the same powers as the Greek gods. Right. Which yeah, one of them that costs too Hermes. much for CGI. Yeah. Well, that's possible. Or, what could have happened is <coughs> she and Bruce... Hopped on Bruce's private plane, the one, the same one that he left Gotham on, after he supposedly killed the Joker, and then c- they couldn't fly back to Gotham directly because National Guards locked it down. So they they land somewhere, and she's just sort of like, "I'm going this way," and he's like, "I have some, I have to go to one of my back bunkers." I got, I got, I got some stuff I got to take care of. Yeah, well, I have they're to. Not, they're not going to do the cool animated series thing. What? Where the fucking Batwing was in the plane. <laughs> Oh. Well, don't forget the one episode where he pulled a drawer out of his utility belt. Wait, he pulled a drawer? Out of yeah, because you and I were watching that episode. <laughs> it was the one with Catwoman where the where her where uh, Isis or her cat was a uh, cat nap. I and, don't remember. And there's one. a scene where Batman I, I remember pulled, this one. pulls a drawer out of the so front much. of his utility belt. And you went, oh bullshit! <laughs> that, 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 that's a, that's a that is a serious oversight. I am not gonna I am not gonna defend. Granted, that sort it was of the nineties. Yeah, yeah, but it they but they were so good about getting so, so much other stuff. You know, at least somewhat plausible within the within the realm of a superhero yeah. thing. 
But that, that's, I, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't defend that. I have to go back and watch that episode of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one where, uh, uh, um, ISIS gets kidnapped. Kidnapped, and, but yes. Well, yeah, kidnapped. They, they're out there hunting for yeah, it's Batman. Batman is actually assisting Catwoman trying to find her guy. I remember this. I guess it's like the goons that are henchmen and they're for a lab. They're doing tests on animals. I don't remember the draw. I remember that draw so damn well. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, um, but, but yeah. uh, although Dick is dying in a pool of his own blood, it's okay because Beast Boy and Raven have found the Lazarus Pit in Gotham. Which was going batshit crazy. Because she was going batshit crazy. Because she was sensing Dick dying. They're True. connected. True. Yes. Um, Dick is connected to all the women. And, oh, and... And Starfire has lost her powers to... Uh, Blackfire. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I hadn't, I hadn't finished. But we then learned the, that Starfire's powers had actually been Blackfire's powers all along. And back on Tamarin, her parents had their the local witch or whatever perform a spell to transfer the powers from Commander to Coriander. And then when Coriander started using the powers to try to heal uh, Blackfire, uh, the powers are like, oh hey, oh. this is home. Yoink. But it's okay because Starfire got yes, shot in the chest. And suddenly powers. you know had her own uh empowering event. We do not recommend getting shot in the chest. It would not give you superpowers. No. I I just like the whole idea that they flip the whole script. Yeah. Corey has Blackfire's color powers and Blackfire has Corey's yeah, I, and see that's what I <laughs> that's, like. That, that's just a cool. Flip. And th- and that's why you know people are there are tons of like nerds online that will start you know freaking out the minute you start changing anything from their precious canon, okay. and not just their canon, I, not just the canon, but their head canon. That I I don't care. That was just that's a cool. Flip. Yeah, but I, I'm kind of the same way. It's like if you can change things up in an interesting way. Go for it. Yeah, we'll let you. We'll let you have it in your canon because I actually got into. I actually got into got into a discussion with some people, some folks online about like remakes and and stuff, and they uh, my I put forth my opinion on it that if you're doing a remake of say a movie, and all you're doing is a shot for shot remake of the original, like Psycho, like Psycho, (laughs) why are you bothering to make a remake? You want new actors, but you want to. But we clearly, bring it up for modern time. But clearly, but clearly, you thought that the the original script and everything was fine the way it was. So it's not a remake. Why why do the remake unless you're gonna unless you're gonna you know make a couple little changes for the besides just updating it to the modern to the modern framework. I don't know. That's just that's just my opinion on I on this. I want to go through a remake of Terminator Two, and instead have everything be the same, but the gas prices be different. Ooh. That always makes me depressed when you watch old movies and you see gas prices. Yes, I like I've I've wa- when I've watched when I watch Die Hard every year and I see the gas the prices on the gas station sign when Al Powell is buying his uh, do- oh, buying God, his Twinkies and it's like under me. a dollar and I'm like. Wow! Don't even start me on this shit. Yeah. 
because I know, I, and I know this I because I because I've been I've live tweeted while I've watched Die Hard in the past. And look, people, when I was stuck I, at work I on can, a Christmas I can day, I slap you with some serious knowledge. I remember when my mom <laughs> oh, yeah, I and I had to sit in the <laughs> car. You got the road scholar going <laughs> in a line waiting to get the seventy-five cent gas. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, seventy-five cents, and we are currently at like three twenty-five a gallon, and, and going it's up. only going up. Mm-hmm. My favorite spot's only three seventeen. Where's your favorite? Right spot? now, next to uh, Walmart and Felix. By the by the oh the one at the BJ's gas station. No, Exxon. Oh that that one. Okay, yes. They're projecting the that about. even the cheapest places will be at at least five to six dollars by. December. Yay, fun. Yay for doubling my drive for work now? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, but I think we've sort of covered everything we we need to cover with this. We're going to get the conclusion of a lot of the storyline stuff. Um, I want to see, I want to see the pimp hand of smack. Slap on some of people's faces. Starting with Jason Todd. Yes, he did. Ooh, I want to see someone make that meme happen now. <laughs> oh, oh, the Batman slapping, slapping. You know, there's, a, there's a video. There's a video of a guy constantly slapping people. Oh, that one. Yes. It just to be like, I know. I know the one you're talking about. No, it should be. It should be Batman. Batman. Just like he gets. He gets back, and he's just done. Just he's, smack, smack, smack. <laughs> you're running around here doing everything by yourself. You have a team. Yeah, exactly. You. You're just a bitch. You. Damn it. I don't Run know faster, you. Run faster, damn it. <laughs> you. you. You saved me, and I didn't want to be saved, and I'm pissed off about it. Smack. <laughs> this is the dude from Incredibles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oliver Sandsweet. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't save my life. You ruined my death. That's what you did. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. But, yeah. Uh, so... Titans season three finale. Uh, yeah, this has been several several weeks in in, in the building kind of thing. I was going the other week now. Binge things. I mean, it's not like I'm actually doing anything on weekends, people. Well, we still got what season three of Doom Patrol now, but well, I haven't caught up on on any of that. Oh, that's yeah. that's oh, that's, a, that's a thing we oh, can do. God. We don't want to go into Well, it's Doom just Patrol. we've been busy with that's, various stuff. That's too, much, that's too much comedy for me. All but, I got to say is... You know, but... What, I what's the wrong muscle. <laughs> one thing that we will be probably jumping into uh, next month is Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Hell yes. Yep. Uh, we'll probably be doing that in like two episode bursts again. Even though everything is going to be available at once. Uh, we're just going to... We gonna, only have so much time. Yeah. And this way we can we can dole it out a little bit, and it's going to be ma- yeah, but really deep dive into mm-hmm. it. Uh, I'm wondering. Well, let's not talk about Cowboy Bebop. We can save that for when we're covering that in a, in a few weeks. But uh, the name of the binge, what's it going to be that time though? It's just going to be it's just going to be binge cast. Oh. Space Cowboy Cast. No, well, I'm not going to keep just renaming renaming. It's just going to be the binge cast. <laughs> You're the see, fun. Yeah. See, I am the binge czar. It's my cowboy. See you later, Space Cowboy. See yes. you later, Space Cowboy. Uh, but, uh, so, season three finale. Uh, that, that wraps it up. So we'll be back after the binge.
Hello, and thanks for listening. While we're binging, please give us a like and subscribe. If you want to reach out, do it via our social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC radio family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, The A Show, Park Hopper 101, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC Radio on Patreon so we can continue to bring you podcast content. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. So, yeah, uh, not entirely, I'm not sure exactly what I was expecting from the end of, the, from the end of this, apart from <laughs> Titans were going to save the day because, y- yes. It's the Titans. And they made Reverend not bitch. Well, he, he's he not started gro- He's growing he up. He started growing up. He started. He finally. He's he finally pulled out a pulled out a magnifying glass and he found a pair. That's for sure. And he 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 also realized I don't need these tweezers anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, as ex- as predicted, they used the Lazarus Pit to bring Dick Grayson back to life. Although in the process, he had to sort of confront all of his worst fears and nightmares and everything that, you know, he was... Didn't they already do that, though? Yes, but, you know, Dick clearly cl- Dick clearly didn't learn anything from it because... Well, the first time he was being guided. Yeah, but at the same time, he still didn't really learn anything from it because he still had a bunch of these insecurities going on. I'm almost thinking of that episode of, um, what was it, Justice League Unlimited, where... Uh, who's the girl that Batman comforted? And Ace. That one of, Ace. Uh, how she did something to Joker that made him see whatever his fears were. Uh, it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, but basically, Doctor, you know, Crane's gone completely. Went full psychopath and is just sort of like, we're gonna save Gotham by destroying it. <laughs> And because naturally, uh, you gotta raise the stakes to that sort of level to really. What is it with people that think destruction breeds creation? Well, it comes Tell back us. to the whole you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. There we go. I mean, that's the that's the old trope. That's the old saying. Uh, and it's like, well, get rid of you know the cesspool that is Gotham so that something better can arise from it. It's flawed logic, but you can see how that logic would work. Yeah. Gotham is the worst place to live, apart from maybe Bloodhaven. Well, wouldn't it depend entirely on which part of Gotham you're living in? Like, the upper, upper side, up, upside... The upscale. The upscale point. area is nice, but... There's the a, there's a, there, the upscale area is actually rather small. Mm. Gotham itself, Wait, honestly, is a horrible, horrible place to mm. live. Well, yeah. Truly. What happened to Bruce's parents? Yeah. Well, what happened to his parents actually was well, court of owls, but yeah. it was also a fluke in itself because they decided to walk down the wrong goddamn alleyway. Yep. But here's the thing, though. The thing about that is, in that area, actually, crime was not a major thing at all. 
It was just that they ran into a actually kind of desperate Joe Chill who was desperate to get another fix. So he saw money, he saw his chance, and well, there you go. Yep. And now we have the story of Batman. And but, even and even in the upscale parts of town, just because it's all gentrified and looks nice doesn't mean there's not some it's ugly not shit. That, it's not all that great. Yeah, there's it's still some there's ugly shit Go- underneath Gotham that itself, underneath that mask. Gotham itself is supposed to be a, a dark reflection of Metropolis. Metropolis is this sun filled Everything is just so the city of tomorrow. Yeah, it, it, it's the city of tomorrow. That, that, Everything that, is beautiful, la la la. And, and, if you're but, a, and if you're a normal criminal, you are so screwed. Pretty much, right? It's like because everything but like then again, you if have, you're then again, if you're in Gotham and you're a regular criminal, you're, you're screwed. Still screwed. You're still screwed. But because Superman will maybe. He, He'll, he'll drag you up into the drag you up into the sky, scare you a little bit, and then but he'll take, turn you in. He'll turn you in. Batman right. will Batman kick will the shit out of you. Shit out of you for thinking about being a bad guy, so and then turn you in. Learn. It's well, like yeah, he's no, not. No, no, Batman will leave you for the police to turn. You in. Well, and Batman may not kill you, but he's gonna break your legs. You're gonna have all sorts of medical issues you're for a long wish, ass time. You're gonna wish you were dead. Running into Batman, especially but, once you get the medical bills. <laughs> but, I, but again, it's it's just a, one of those simple things of Gotham is supposed to be the absolute darkest version of Metropolis, and it is. Mm. There's a reason why Batman and Superman are always sort of like yeah. considered they're, like foil, like foils to one they, another. They are opposite ends of the stick. Anyway, of the good guy stick. Uh, but back to back to Titans. Uh, I, I I was highly highly impressed with the development of Red Hood. Finally, yes. Well, I think we all were because we're kind of glad that it's like, hey, he's finally grown up. He's he, finally found his pair. Yeah, you know, he's he, not. He's a little less douchey than what he was before, and he was he, actually he, more he, he he realized that yes, he has messed up, and he, he can't. Just come back from that mess up. Right. So instead, he's going to find his way through it all. Mm-hmm. Which is good. That's what you're supposed to do. You're right. supposed to grow up. And he's finally doing so. Um, and while this is all going on, uh, they managed... Uh, Blackfire finds Connor in the disused communications uh, hub or whatever with uh, with the kryptonite dust st- still all over his face. It's because Crypto came and found her and led her to him. He somehow overcame the uh, kryptonite unless he decided to start licking himself, which... Well, sorry, Crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Bad dog. Bad doggy. Bad. But, uh, yeah, Blackfire found him, used her new fire powers to just burn the kryptonite dust off of him. Well, I'm actually glad they did that because they did something similar to that in um, Superman and Lois. Okay. Where, uh, what, the sun was poison of kryptonite and apparently to fix the issue before they had to burn the kryptonite out via the sun. Wait, wasn't that an episode of Supergirl? 
Yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was also in uh, Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois. Because oh. I remember when that episode happened. Yeah. Um, and then she basically asked him to come with her while she went and dealt with uh, some of her own, of her unfinished business. You know, and they basically were like, he's feeling betrayed because of what Dick did, and she's just sort of like, I've just decided I'm going to do my own thing. Uh, we could be a crime-fighting duo together. Uh, and Crypto's just like, Bark's just sort of like, hey, I'm here too. <laughs> but, what about me? But they end up going... I saved your butts. They end up going back to the, uh, to the bunker where Blackfire had been held, held captive, and their intentions are basically to just destroy the place, uh... And maybe get some information about the people that were in charge of keeping her locked up. Uh, but the little douche that was basically running the bunker was just sort of like, hold on, hold on, I can, I can show you something if, as long as you don't kill me. And the something was Blackfire's ship. See, I don't see how that works with him. Like, they're acting like bad guys. I'll show you something, you don't kill me. Has that ever worked for anybody? Well, they're not, they hadn't gone full villain. Yet. Well, and fortunately it looks like that's not uh, exactly the path they're going, they're going with, with them. But, although the potential is still there. Oh yeah. But, uh, only issue with the ship is, it's, the power core basically got destroyed by the, uh, by the scientists when they were running tests on it, and there's no no way to replace it because the minerals involved in the in it are on Tamron, which they can't get here. But and the scientist and the little douche guy is like, um, actually, <laughs> uh, I like to put a scientific point here. If you look at the core of the Earth, well, no, yeah. no, he basically said there are minerals here that we that can be used to help synthesize something like it. But it requires intense pressure and heat, as if it were in the Earth's core, for several centuries. Oh, or you hand it over to Superboy, <laughs> who basically squeezes it between his hands. Um, and Starfire shows up, and Blackfire basically is now that she's got the fire powers back, is just sort of like uh, she's. But she's at first not really willing to go back to Tamarind because, you know, everybody hates her there. Until uh, Starfire then tells her the truth. Uh, it's like, yeah, uh, the power that you stole from me, turns out that was your power to begin with. My our, bad. Our, no, uh, our parents did this to us when we were both kids. Uh, I had no idea that it happened until just now. And so Blackfire's like, so if I had the power all along, that means... I sh- I'm the heir to the throne. That means I'm the queen of Tamarin. And she's all ready to return to, uh, return to Tamarin. She's ready to return to Tamarin, right all the wrongs that were wronged on her. Yep, and Superboy's like, all right, I'll help uh, fix this for you. He make does his little, like, crushing a thing into a diamond, more or less, <laughs> and plugs it into the ship, and ship go boom. Well, he also gave that look of, you know, I, I don't like this plan. This is a horrible plan. Because he didn't, because he can't go to Tamarind because the atmosphere is poisonous yeah, to him. poisonous to uh, Kryptonians. And so he, that's how they repel the Kryptonian invaders. 
<laughs> oh wait. <laughs> breathe deep. <laughs> breathe. Breathe my breathe my, my pasty friend. Breathe my pasty friend. Breathe. <laughs> no, it's but, not worse. But here's the thing. Or is what Batman said to Superman. Breathe. That's fear. <laughs> Do you bleed? <laughs> you will. <laughs> but here's the thing. They don't conquer. The only one who had that stupid conquering issue was Zod. <clears throat> we know where he is. So Well, yeah. we don't know where he is in this continuity. Well, that's true. You're, we're, still, we're still basing this off of like the DC EU stuff or the mainline uh, DC comics. Yeah, but we, we do have Jeff Johns writing. So this is true. Um, <laughs> Jeff Johns will just be like, you know what? I think I could do better. Watch me. I mean, I gotta give him credit. He's a he's a damn good writer. Mm-hmm. But apparently, after he did Emerald Knights, Godhood hit him, and he said. What I touch shall be. Shall yeah. be pure gold. Uh, and then yeah. there was New 52. Wait, was he, <laughs> is, it, wait, is he doing any of the writing for Titans? Yeah. Okay. No, there's nothing on television that isn't Joff John's hands in it, except for, well, I don't know now. Uh, at this point, I want to see Joff John's do something... One thing for Marvel and Kevin Feige do something for DC. Yes. <laughs> I just want to see him flip, 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 flip this, flip the script. Watch, do it. Watch. Just, here's the thing: Kevin Feige gets up there and does something for DC, and they're like, "The greatest scene of our lives." It's like, and then we get Joff Johns like, "Why is it so fucking bleak? God, why is it so bleak?" Oh wait, this is Moon Knight. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Random bullshit, go! <laughs> <laughs> Which I know we are getting, I think, next year. <laughs> but, um... And... Uh... The resistance movement against, you know, Crane's cops is failing. The cops are basically just rolling over all the resistance cells, and the Drakes are just sort of like, uh, we can't stay here. We should get out of Gotham. Right. I know. I know. I know a route that we could probably that we could probably use. Uh, and Tim's just sort of like, no, I want to stay and help, and fight to try to help save Gotham. And oh, even and even Donna's just sort of like, I appreciate what you're. You know the. You know, the, I appreciate the, willing, the effort, but but this uh, is... I did not bring you back to bring you back to life. With me, so that you could just throw your life away, and he's like, "No, I came back in order to fight, and that's what I'm here to do." Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she basically is just like, "No, uh, just get in the get in the truck and let's go." And well, they run into a roadblock, and it uh, shit goes sideways. Shit starts to go sideways. But fortunately, by the, in the next episode, we see that uh, Raven and Gar turn up to help save they the day. Oh, out where they are! And by the, and we I forgot to mention when Rach, when Raven and Gar uh, fa- ran to find Nightwing. Uh, there, you know, Raven tries to use her magic to uh, save to bring him back, and it doesn't work. And then suddenly a bunch of bats start flying overhead, and Gar's suddenly Gar so goes native. <laughs> yeah, Gar, Gar's suddenly just like new new animal form unlocked. 
<laughs> form of bat. Yeah, you know, that was the one thing that I, I kind of had an issue with at the beginning because I know Beast Boy is supposed to be able to turn into any animal that he sees. As long as he sees it, he knows what it looks like, he can transform into it, you know, right. hence why he can turn into a freaking dinosaur. Uh, but and the being, thing about it is, in this one, he's still try. He's still basically learning the ins and out of his powers. Yeah. So, but I'm sure Chris has is going somewhere with uh, this. But like, so like, it's like uh, I know that in some episode, like later on episodes of uh, Teen Titans, uh, he starts seeing animals from other planets, and he's able to turn into those too. Okay. So it's like. You know, like, how I was like, okay, so why is he only able to turn into a tiger? Because I was just like, is that all they could afford to Pretty turn much. him into? The CG, CG well, budget wasn't that great. The CG budget wasn't that great. And when they first did it, everybody's like, ugh! And then, wait, wait, we can do better. Beast Boy can know Kawati now. Yeah. And so they would minimize the number of times they had to transform him. Yeah, this makes, a- I think, three forms that he's unlocked. Tiger, snake, and bat. Yes. Uh, and with the bat form, he was like, I was part of a hive mind, which I was like, I don't think bats... Bats don't work, work that way. Yeah, this, they're not the Borg. <laughs> Unless it's something to do with when he transformed, he could like communicate with them and the other bats followed his Possibly. lead. Possibly. That's, that's what I'm assuming is what they were going for, but they were just like, that's too... Then maybe some executive is just like, it's too wordy, we'll just say hive mind. And then somebody was probably like, that's not how bats work. It's like, ah, nah, nah, hive it's mind. Like, com- this is comic books. Yeah, exactly. Uh, why are we trying to overthink it too much? <laughs> Answer, because that's the way my brain fucking works. Because we were trying to figure out the plot hole, so Waving takes that plot hole into another dimension. <laughs> or if Superboy Prime shows up, just retcon punches the yeah. plot holes out of existence. Um, <clears throat> but they end up taking him to the uh, to the Lazarus pit, and then... By after- bat. Yeah, yeah. Gar in bat form gets the rest of the bats in the swarm essentially to it, pick up team, the body. Go Team Thunder, go! <laughs> I swear to God, it was almost reminding me of like what I said earlier. That scene from the Simpsons movie where Homer and Marge were in the cabin and they're trying to get intimate, and it was trying to make it look like a Disney movie where all <laughs> the animals were coming in, taking their clothes off. They're struggling with Homer, and like two of like the little Blue Jays are like. We need more birds. And next you see is a bald eagle flies in. <laughs> um, but, uh, and after Dick has his little uh, confrontation in the in-between with uh, all of his worst fears and everything, he Where punches you- his way out of, the, out of the Lazarus pit. Suddenly his Nightwing armor that he was wearing when he got tucked in is gone. <laughs> He's wearing his civvies. Yeah, which I looked at that I was like, if that's not what he was wearing when he got dunked in there. But then again, Gar, who was in bat form and flew off with all the other bats, after they get to the Lazarus pit, he, he then, got pants. Yeah, he, he suddenly has a pair of jeans on. It's like, where the fuck did they come from? Like, well, what happened? Did he go and rob a hobo? Did he pull a freaking John, uh, uh, Kyle Reese and mug a homeless guy? Give me your pants. I don't have anything left I need, in my I need your clothes, your boots, yeah, and your motorcycle. Yeah, you Give me your pants. You, you also need to remember something. That homeless guy probably didn't wash his balls in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Surrender your pants. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then Dick basically starts uh, commu- gathering everybody back together. And Barbara, meanwhile, 
manages to bust out of uh, the jail cell where the, she was being held by essentially playing dead in her wheelchair when the poor dumb schmuck who was bringing her food in uh, goes to investigate. Well, no, she, she was had, slumped over in her... She had to listen to Queen dribble on. She wasn't playing dead. She was hoping for death. <laughs> well, anyway, the poor dumb schmuck that was bringing her her dinner... It's just sort of like, oh shit, uh, Crane wanted her to stay, wanted her alive. I better check to see if she's, uh, you know, how dead she is. And as soon as he gets close enough, she takes one of the little batons that she had hidden in her wheelchair and just clocks him over the head with it. And she then ensconces herself in the Oracle room, hopeful, talking at the computer that she had specifically shut down, like, to the point of not working. In an earlier episode, because Crane had did, compromised it. Did, did Sam <clears throat> and she's like, Oracle, are you there? Oracle, if you're there, tell me how to bring you back. <laughs> and Dan Robot's going, will you make up your mind, bitch? Yeah, basically. Brother Eye's like, I don't know what you want from me. Look, bitch. <laughs> if I come back, I'm taking over. Yeah. Um, but, and then, in the next episode... Uh, we see Marguerite V, who's been uh, Barbara Gordon's like right second hand. in command. Yeah, her right hand woman. The one thing that none of us saw coming. Nope. Uh, but she's being walked into the into the elevator with uh, by a bunch of the crooked cops because they need her to enter the co- enter the code for the elevator to get them down into the uh, into the Oracle room, and which, which, and she's just warning them, just sort of like you don't want to do this. It's one of my favorite lines. When the elevator door shuts, it's nothing personal. I was hoping you wouldn't say that. <laughs> and they travel down in the Funny. elevator, and uh, and Barbara Gordon has her gun pointed at the door. She hears the the ding, and the doors open. All the all the cops are on the floor, and V is just sort of like, "Hi," <laughs> and that's when that's when she's when she reveals that she's a member of Argus. And, Roy, and Barbara then and got, Roy sent her there on purpose. And Rose smiled like there was no more. Because, her. yeah, because Barbara Gordon, as soon as she hears Argus, she's like, as in Roy Harper Ar- Argus? <laughs> and so, I and guess then, Roy sent me. I, I and I'm feel, just like, yay! I feel bad. Because that means... Why do you feel bad? Because you saw what they did to my boy when I heard. I'm going to laugh if they bring his boy in. And turn him into bitch mode too. I somehow There's doubt no that. way on earth they can bitch mode Arsenal. That kid you is say just so that. fucked up. You say that. All he wants to do is kill and kill and kill. You say that, but look what they did to Red Hood. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I mean, but. What, was it, what was it, New 52, where you see, like, in the Red Hood and the Outlaws comic, where it shows, like, a little bit of, like, a flashback source for Arsenal, where he's fighting Killer Croc. Killer Croc's beating the shit out of him. And then Killer Croc stops because he realizes that Arsenal wants him to kill him. And he's like, you know what, I don't know what the hell's going on with you right now, but I'm not going to be a part of it. And he just leaves his ass. <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. Because you know what that when Killer Croc just says, Wait, bro, you got problems. Wait, no. I'm not going to no. be a part of them, so I'm just going to back out right now. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> not, not, not my, not my... Not my way. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I mean, but, yeah. again, we we are talking about uh, anyway. But Roy. V then basically revealed that she had uh, swapped out some of the cops with uh, decent ones. Uh, probably brought I in some people think from Argus. Cops. Yeah, they were probably Argus. They agents. were from Argus. Yeah, yeah. 
That's kind of what I was getting to. You but just interrupted there, me before I could get there. She was there because they found out that uh, Raish is looking into moving into the area. And the Lazarus Pit And there's a Lazarus one. Pit somewhere in the city. Well, oh, God, we know want... the Lazarus Pit is there. Mm-hmm. I want that in season four. I know I put the pit heel. Yeah. Where did my pit go? We're, we're getting it. We're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. <laughs> um, but Crane uh, and uh, Dick and hooks back up with Jason Todd, who who is who's gone back to where he saw Dick Grayson die, and is just basically shooting his gun into the air and just sort of like, I'm the bitch now. I'm, I'm the man now. I'm Red Hood. I'm the one in charge now. <clears throat> and Dick shows up and is just sort of like, I'm not here to fight. <laughs> but oh, your helmet. Yeah, but he's basically, but he's basically like, look, Crane is going to uh, destroy the city. And are you in or are you out? And yeah, Jason Todd by this point is basically like, I am kind of looking for some uh, redemption. So sure, I'm in. And they break into uh, the GCPD armory where a bunch of uh, a bunch of a bunch of the rogues the rogues galleries uh, uh, gadgets and stuff have been housed and when they go in there we saw Riddler's cane we saw one of uh, Joker's little chattering teeth wind up things penguins, there was uh, penguins, penguins umbrellas. umbrellas but then when they open up the container that cont- that held uh, cranes like uh, gas bombs, they're all gone, and all that's left is this uh, book of poetry that we that Crane had had been like quoting from earlier in the episode. Just sort of freaking out, Jason Todd, who's just sort of like, "You've gone nuts! I don't know what's going on. I'm out." Um, and that's when they realize, okay, he's already got the gas. He's going to put these all put the gas. He's going to. Put, put it attached them to bombs in the city. We need to figure out where the bombs are so we can disarm them. And all the Titans have basically reunited by this point. They gather in the Tim Cave. <coughs> the Tim Cave? No, the Tim no, Cave. The Tim oh. Cave. Uh, the Bird Cave. And they're racking their brains trying to figure trying to figure out uh, the clues from the from the poem, trying to figure out where where these bombs could be located, and they're course the clues are pointing to multiple possible locations and then dick suddenly has a brainwave he's just like wait wait wait, no stop we're, we're approaching this like batman would and you know it's like he re- it's like he realized we foiled his original plan to just make this you know to f- flood the streets with the with the the drug uh and make money off it before Pushing he, Red Hood out there instead. He wants, he wants us to chase him around, right? And they and they foiled his plan with the like replicator device by not acting like Batman. Yeah, and so that's when he realized that's what we need to do. We need to not go at this like Batman, or he's going to win. <clears throat> so they, you know, he comes up with a different plan by working with uh, Barbara and Argus. They plan to move the Argus satellite into orbit and using or you know use that to jumpstart Oracle again and hook that into like the 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 Wayne Manor mainframe. I think is was the plan to stop him from using the bombs. And but the only problem to, is they had to, to do that. They had to get into Wayne Manor, 
which is, you know, uh, got a bunch of the crooked cops in it. And so that's when Dick's just like, I've got a plan there. And the plan was Jason Todd. And he also, you know, Jason Todd was step one. I'm really surprised they didn't backfire and shoot him in the face. What, Jason Todd? No. We don't want my team to know about Jason Todd, so I'm not going to tell him about Jason Todd. That's going to that's gonna bite him in the ass later. I'm, I'm, I'll get to that, yes, because poor communication kills. Uh, and, but the other step of the plan was having... Beast uh, Boy fly Was having Beast mode. Boy in bat mode fly into Wayne Manor to hack into, you know, to hack into the uh, mainframe. Sadly, Beast Boy is not very good with this. The, with the bat, with the bat form, right into the window. like bird, like bird oh, on a God, like bird on a windshield smack. smack. <laughs> so he's like, so in other words, so he should be flying as a cicada instead, because cicadas can't land for shit. They can fly when it comes to them trying to take those ladies. Uh, they crash more than they land. Yeah, that's why there's all those dead cicadas all over the place when mating season rolls around. It's not. It's not so much that they mated and then died. It's that they crashed into things and died. <laughs> yeah, I should know. I watched all of them at work. Yeah, um, and Jason Todd. You know, once the the alarm goes off because uh, Gar opened the window, uh, Red Hood just sort of like, and that's my cue. Whack 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 whack. Just goes ham on the on the crooked cops, and. Then he basically backs up Gar, just sort of like, you know, Rob, Robin sent me, I'm on your side. I'll, he, cover, I'll cover the hallway, you get to work with the router. And he then like spins around and shoots a cop that had burst into the hallway. He's just like, see? And Gar, who always had kind of seen the guy behind the hood, is just sort of like, alright, I don't have time to worry about this right now. Hacking time. And but it takes long enough that Dick's just sort of like I'm going in, and he oh. hand he hands the walkie-talkie to to Tim Drake, and it's just sort of like tell him to cut the red wire. It's also the fact that you hear gunfire as well. That's true. Um, so like that everyone's that? like, wait a minute, you don't cut the red. Yeah, do? yeah. He tell and yeah. Now, Dick tell Dick tell Dick, Dick tells Tim tell him to cut the red wire and, and hook up the router. Even from even from a military aspect, as I was EOD. We don't fuck with red wires. We are terrified. If we see red wires, we're just like, you know what? Fuck this. We're not touching it. Mm-hmm. Which is why, if I were the kind of person to make bombs, which I'm not, because I I don't have the patience for that kind of electrical engineering work. Uh, that's what I would probably do: is just red wire the fuck out of everything. Cut the red wire. Which one? Yes. <laughs> And then it's like the mask when he was trying to uh, cut the wires off of a bomb. He just starts snipping everything. Yeah. Uh, and then ends up swallowing it as the mask. <laughs> Mamma mia, that's a spicy no. pizza ball. No, that was in an episode of the cartoon. Oh, you were talking about the cartoon. Okay. Um, I haven't seen many episodes of the cartoon. Anyway. Uh, and, yeah, they managed, to hook up the, they managed to hook up the router and... Now it's just a matter of a question of will the satellite get into position in time and establish the link or whatever as more cops are pouring into Wayne Manor and then Dick Grayson shows up and just goes ham on them in full Nightwing mode. And there's like one of the crooked cops left and he's got uh, he's got a, got a beat on him, like laser sight and everything. Trained on the back of his head, it's just sort yeah, of yeah. Like, that's the main guy who was on the take. Yep, 
took all the money in. Well, him and Fletcher. Fletcher was yeah. the other one. And he's just like, you know what? Fuck this. And instead of the R being thrown into the into the hood uh, into the chamber, he throws the Nightwing Dirk. Yep. And jams it, and it backfires right into the guy's eye. Yep. And Your classic. So then, and then it's just they had all three, uh, three of the the team in Wayne Manor just sort of assemble there in the in in the hall. You know, you had Nightwing and you had Red Hood and uh, and Beast Boy, and Nightwing just looks right at the security camera, smiles, gives a little salute, and Crane, who's watching on the monitor, just like recoils back, just like, all right, no more countdowns, <laughs> and starts uh, basically. Uh, speeding up the countdown to like 10 seconds, but turns out Barbara managed to get in there and she pulled a speed on him. She replaced the the feed on his uh, monitor with uh, like a like a false readout while they shut down the bombs. As he's like pressing the buttons over and over again. It's like, where's the kaboom? <laughs> Where is the earth shattering oh. kaboom? And about the kaboom, we need to backtrack a little bit because he set off one of the bombs and it wasn't fear toxin. This was just straight up neurotoxin. It killed somewhere between like 500 and a, couple, and a few thousand people. Yeah, the, and the, the uh, yeah, kind of mess up. The bomb was pretty cool looking though. It, it exploded the building and the green cloud came out yep. nowhere. Yep, green, the, that was the... Which was very strange, and we, we noticed this, I wasn't sure what it was doing this episode or the next episode, where Crane wasn't actually, actually acting like Crane. Well, it was over... I'm sort of jumping back and forth across both episodes, but yeah, he was coming across more like a combination of Joker and Riddler. Yeah. More than Scarecrow. You know, with his quoting, you know... Quoting the the lines from the poem felt way more like Riddler than yeah, Scarecrow. He, he was, Scarecrow's erudite and likes to and you know and would quote poetry, but he wouldn't be doing it in a. Scarecrow, I'm leaving cutesy little Scarecrow cute was for all you. about making sure you knew it's about to get scary as shit for you. This put, was more this this one was more Riddler. More Riddler-like than anything else. Well, and th- and his whole just sort of wanting to watch the watch the city burn because, well, uh, evil was done to me, so I'm going to do evil it, to. It's like that scene off of uh, the Dark Knight with the two boats. Mm-hmm. Technically, that's something that Riddler would have done, not the Joker. Yeah, Joker would have just been like, "Bye, yep. boom." <laughs> but it was that was sort of part of his plan to sort of prove that everybody's corruptible. Everybody's corruptible. Everybody's. Basically, like me, when the chips are down, they will basically do what they have to to survive. Yes, but let's not forget who threw their detonator out. Yes. Yeah. It's, and I, go, that scene is just great because the huge prisoners just are like, "Give it to me, and I'll do what you should have done ten minutes ago," which was literally that was that was that dude shaming the cops. It's like you should have thrown the detonator away. Thrown it out the window and then they just went back together and like, yep, let's wait for our dude. And meanwhile, the normal people on the other ones, they were about ready to do it and the guy that had, the only guy that had the courage to actually pick up the detonator realized I don't have the courage to actually pull the trigger and just puts it back. (laughs) They may not have thrown the detonator away, but they still basically looked at themselves and realized I don't have it in me to kill thousands of people. Nope. Um, 
But with the bomb, once that once they see what the bombs are actually going to do, they realize, okay, we need to. They came up with a uh, plan. It's just sort of like we're going to use the Lazarus Pit to counteract the bomb. Literally, they sent Blackfire, Starfire, and Raven down to the Lazarus Pit, and Raven basically used her dark magic to suck all the negative energy and emotions and nightmares and fears that was in the pit and just sort of absorbed it all. And Starfire and Blackfire used their used their powers to basically levitate all of the Lazarus pit juices out of there. And they took it out to the plaza where the bomb had gone off, launched that ball of fire and gas or fire and <laughs> stuff into the into the atmosphere where Superboy uses his like super breath to to cool the air and create instant thunderstorm and but it's a real nasty lightning storm and they're like this is going to burn down the city before we have a chance to save it and that's when Donna shows up with her little lasso and's just sort of like relax I got this just literally throws a lasso straight up into the air and lets the lightning hit it and she's just sort of like yeah I can tank this it's like eh I used to do this all the time when I was a kid Uncle Zeus used to used to used to do this all the time. It kind of tickles. <laughs> Whoa! Um, and so then you have this big purple rain cloud over the city, which starts raining down. Hence the title of the of the season finale, "Purple Rain." But of course, they couldn't actually get the rights to that song. Don't worry, I played it during the scene. You just couldn't hear me. <laughs> um, and so yeah, but they. Uh, Everybody, you know, the citizens are brought back to life by the Lazarus Pit rainfall. And Which we, we all ask the question as we saw it. What about the people under the roads in the subway who died? Yeah, well, we don't know own. if anybody died <laughs> down in the subway. Because here's the thing. If they don't show people dead in the subway, then none of the people in the subway died. Valid point. That's, that's just sort of the basic rule of... Uh, TV and movie uh, presentation. If you don't see it, or they don't mention it, then it didn't happen. (laughs) True, true. Uh, And so then, you know, the uh, Red Hood sort of pieces out before they head down into the Batcave. Uh, Gar and uh, Gar heads heads down there, and then Tim Drake turns up and he joins Dick and Gar down in the uh, Batcave, and Crane is there, just sort of like uh, tr- looking like he's about ready to beg off or whatever. <laughs> he's still trying to be, you know, be all smug and everything. And Dick's just sort of like, "So, Tim, welcome to the Batcave. What do you think?" And Tim's just sort of like, "I don't know. It feels a little crowded." <laughs> and then Dick's just and Dick's just sort of like. You know, you're right. Would you like to do the honors? And he's just like, okay. Boom. Left hook to the jaw. <laughs> and Crane just gets KO'd. Because <laughs> that's that's Crane. He's, he's, he's got a glass he, jaw. He's got a glass jaw. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, the, the day is saved. Gotham is saved. The Titans have been redeemed in the eyes of the public because they helped uh, with the help save help save the day 
And they... <laughs> And they, they literally made a purple rain. They made Prince proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Um, and so then it was just, you know, the GCPD is starting to get back on its feet. Uh, v hands Donna Troy, like, uh, she's like, here's my card. You know, uh, we might have some work for you with Argus or whatever. And Donna's just sort of like, I, you know, I already have this and. V's just like, no, 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 this is a new one. You hold it up to your phone. It's got a chip in it. You hold it up to the, your phone and it calls me it calls me automatically. <laughs> and I'm like, that is kind of cool. <laughs> now, if only they could actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, that, but Next thing you know, you put it in your pocket, your phone something. God damn it! How soon before uh, they take that idea and put it in something that Joker does? Like, he, you know, like his little cards have like chips in them that start... Fucking with computers. Oh, so the next story arc should be the three Jokers. Yeah, well, hey. We know Root is going to be. Yeah, Root is definitely going to want the three Jokers storyline. Yeah, I still got to get that. Um, <laughs> uh, but, and uh, Dick sort of, you know, makes nice with uh, Barbara Gordon. You know, all things are forgiven there. You know, he offers, you know, he offers to basically bring her along with them when they return to San Francisco. She's like, you could always stay here to help us rebuild. And yeah, they're both just sort of like, you know, the door is still open for a potential relationship, but they're basically going their separate ways for right now. Yeah. For right now. And, uh, then we, See every all the Titans have gathered together at Bruce's little private hangar next to the next to his private jet, and then Dick and Donna turn up in an RV. It's like, hold on a sec. So we could get there faster in a plane, in a luxury plane. But no, let's take let's take a forty four hour drive <laughs> across country. <laughs> um. Team building, people. Right. Team building. Uh, and it's going to end up being like the uh, the road trip scenes from uh, Suicide Squad. Hell yeah. Pay. <laughs> oh, uh, and Superboy talks with a uh, little douchebag scientist guy who it turns out is a massive Titans fanboy. <laughs> he like shows up at the plaza after everyone's been saved and it's just like, he starts geeking out over them. He's like, can I get a selfie? <laughs> but uh, Superboy had talked to him and it's just so... And, Basically had a way to help out uh, Blackfire. And they returned to the to the evil bunker thing where it the scientist guy reveals that Superboy, thanks to his photographic memory and x-ray vision and everything, had memorized the, the schematics for the Tamaranian ship. And they had like a holographic model of it and... Scientist guy's like, I can 3, 3D print some of the fiddly stuff, and you can just use your uh, preferred retailer to get the get the other the other things together. And basically, Superboy's like, I feel bad that I destroyed your ship. Uh, I know that you said you would have done the same, but mm, I still feel bad. Hey, <laughs> they can, we can rebuild it so you can go home. We can rebuild it. We have the technology, so but we don't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> So we're just going to use this guy's small-ass 3D printer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure it's probably like an industrial size one, but... Possibly. Um, they don't actually show it. Yeah. And by the end of the episode, is uh, the Titans are getting ready to pack up and everything. 
Uh, Donna's like, I'm not going with you. I have to go to Paris to meet up with Dove. Uh, I have a message to deliver from Hank. Uh, and Blackfire's just getting ready to do her own thing. But she tells uh, Connor before she leaves, uh, the guy said he could put together a like filter mask so that you could come to Tamarin and be able to breathe and you know come visit me. And he's very happy about that, so it's like, yes, okay, sure. The only thing I can think of, long-distance relationships don't work that well. That's true. Um, it ta- well, they can work, but it takes a lot of work. Very a lot of work. Uh-huh. Um, but, so she goes off to do her own thing. Donna's heading off to Paris for presumably the first few episodes of next season. And the rest of the Titans hop aboard the RV, and Tim Drake's... You know, looking like kind of dejected, like I'm not gonna, I'm not going with. And then Dick just turns around, and is like, "Are you coming?" It's like you got some decent moves, but you need training. And so, yeah, he hops on the RV also. But they have one last stop to make, and that stop is Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And Crane is there in his own little private cell, wearing straitjacket, chained to the floor, and he's just all smug. It's just like, "Are you looking for another consultation?" I'm not, but I'm, but I'm not on the payroll anymore. <laughs> and he's still just sort of like, this is temporary. This place has many doors and all of them revolve. <laughs> Which is a nice little nod to the fact that people break out of Arkham all the time. And, and Dick's just like, yeah, not this time. And then he just sort of steps out of the way as Raven walks in. And Raven's like, I have something for you. And then she basically regurgitates all of the evil from the Lazarus Pit. <laughs> You've seen the Hellboy, uh, the the Hellboy reboot film, the chick, the psychic chick who is constantly spewing out the dead people. It looked kind of like that. Yeah, and it just flows down into Crane's head as he's now getting all the fears and all the nightmares of all the people that have ever gone into the Lazarus Pit, and he's just left screaming and. You know, screaming his head off as they as they leave, and that wrapped up season three of Titans. <laughs> you know, so the Titans are going on a road trip. Maybe that's going to be season four. You know, them making their way across the country. Maybe a few like one shot villains. You know, before they get into some whatever the arc crime fighting well, USA. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's well. the it's the mystery van, <laughs> Mystery Incorporated. So much Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they even have a dog. Wow! I don't think he's gonna do anything for Scooby Snacks. Right, Reggie, Reggie, feed me Scooby, <laughs> feed me Super Snacks. <laughs> uh, but oh God, it's the crossover we didn't need. Hey, they've already done a crossover with fucking Supernatural. Come on, well, not really. Close over you didn't need one we really want. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, they wrapped up the season. Um, uh, there were we did sort of throw around some possibilities on who we wanted to see for like season four. I'm personally of the opinion it's like let's not do a Bat Family villain again because we just literally just did that here with uh, with Scarecrow and sort of Red Hood at the same time. He used to be a villain before he went more anti-hero, um, but. So, the door's wide open for whatever next season could entail. There wasn't any, like, dangling, a whole lot of dangling plot threads f- from here. You know, yeah, uh, Donna's 
sort of piecing out for a little while, but she'll plus, be back. Plus, it's a good way to introduce other, like, uh, DC superheroes. Like, I know Zeke here said he wanted to see Minos and Manos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would be fun. Um, there, you know, but, you know, Brother Blood's name has been thrown around a few times by you guys as a as a potential, like, arc villain for a season. Um, I'm just not as familiar with all the Titan, Titan villains. I know they, Dr. Light was in season two. Um, I know that much. Zeke and I need to get back on, on my catch up for that. But, uh, I feel like he was barely used though. Um, Dr. Light went a lot in Dolphin. That's one of the reasons why, as I'm thinking about it, and I said before, you got to keep in mind that it's like, it's going to go darker. (laughs) I want, I want to see... Uh, the British guy from... A uh, Mad Mod, yeah. Mad Mod. I just want to see a dark version of him. I think he could be a good one-shot villain. If they're doing, like, Titans acro- Titans Across America kind of thing uh, for Season 4, then having Mad Mod as a uh, one-off villain would be a good would be a good thing. Um, and it would be a nice change of pace from the past three seasons where it's like there was, like, a long sort of arc villain thing vibe going on. Having the having them deal dealing with a bunch of like one shot villains feels like a nice way to sort of change a pace, you know, while the Titans are making their way back to their to their regular stomping grounds on the West Coast. Oh yeah. Um. You know, and oh, and like uh, I forgot to mention, like a, a Bruce Wayne finally made finally returned to Gotham after everything had been resolved, and it's just like nice nice of you to join us, Bruce. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes returns to Wayne Manor, where you know he basically admits to Dick that I'm proud of you. You managed to do what I couldn't, uh, and save Gotham. He, well, you stopped Gotham from being destroyed. I don't know if that counts as really saving Gotham because it's still a wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is true. Um, but he uh, basically. Just sort of like, sort of like I'm proud of you. And Road is, uh, as Road you can hear, sort of d- d- uh, fading in and out here. So we should probably go ahead and try to uh, wrap up the wrap this up, and uh, so that he can go ahead and get some sleep. It was a good season finale. It was a good season finale. Um, Jason Todd is uh, basically leaving Gotham. He's not returning to the Titans. And this is the thing that we sort of touched on, and I was like, we'll get to that later. Only two people in the Titans know that Jason's back. Well, three people, technically, now. Dick? She asked a question. Barbara Gordon asked a question. Yeah, Barbara knows, but she's not part of the Titans. She said, how did the Titans respond to Jason? And he he basically said he hasn't told all of them yet. He said that we're finding out. Yes, because he hasn't told them yet. Yeah. Gar knows. Gar knows. and And Tim knows. That's it. And, but here's the thing. Yeah, not all the rest of the Titans are so willing to forgive him for the things that he did. Remember, he did blow up. If Dove, if Dove ever comes back, oh, she is going to want to, she is going to want to kick his ass. Oh, yeah. And not just kick his ass, kill his ass. (laughs) Because, you know, you killed her husband. I could have sworn they were separated at the time, though. You get what I mean. Same, same basic idea. 
but they never truly separate. But you know, that's but that's going to be something that's probably going to come back and bite uh, bite Dick in the good. ass. Um, because poor communication kills. Yes, yes, it does. And hopefully, going forward, Dick rem- will remember. I am part of a team. I don't need to keep running around doing things yep. by myself. Yeah, that's. I mean, every that, time he that tried, was the, that was the whole thing. Every time All he went off to do something by himself, it went so badly for him. I mean, you would have thought you learned after the first one, mm-hmm. maybe the second one, but no, you kept it going. God, did he keep it going? Yep, but um, it was a good season. Uh, I was very, very well impressed. I liked some of the twists they, they did on there. Yep. Especially the Corey and... Uh, the Corey and uh, Blackfire. That was just... The, the that, flip, they, that was them nice flipping flip. the script on that? Yeah. Yeah. That and was, again, that was a nice like, I, like I said earlier, I, I like it when they do that sort of thing for adaptations. They don't yeah. just give you the same stuff you've been seeing when they throw like, curveballs at you. Like, you... Like, like but, I mean, you know, you know the story. You know how it mm. goes. Oh wait, they flipped it. Yep. Hey, that's not it's too like, bad a flip. To use a Marvel example, Taskmaster in Black Widow. Jesus. We <laughs> all thought was... we all thought we knew what was going to happen there, and then surprise, <laughs> Mandarin. Mandarin was uh, was uh, Iron Man three. Yes, another oh, another Jesus another good example. Another good example. Yes, yeah, so it was directed by the guy from uh, Predator who kept cracking all the jokes. Uh, Shane Black. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it was a good season. Uh, don't know yet when season four is going to come. Is going to come when around. When it's coming out, but but we have plenty of other stuff that we will still be binging for the binge cast. Uh, Hero cast will continue with uh, continue next week as at the very least Sam and I are going to see uh, the My Hero. Academia movie, uh, we'll be doing a we'll be doing a binge cast for that when we get back from the theater. Are you going to see that also, Zeke, or no? That's when the party starts gathering. I have to get people. Oh, that's right. Place. You've got you've got the you've got a got a. Trust me, I'm cursing the whole way. Come to the oh cool movie I want to see. We can't. Damn it, I'm married. <laughs> Damn it. Well, well, to quote the mask, well, you should find this hilarious because after all, you married her. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, but yeah, uh, so but HeroCast will continue with that. Uh, he and I also need to finish up uh, One Punch Man, and then Hero HeroCast will resume when there's more DC stuff to to cover. You know, Marvel Cast will be covering Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Eternals, also probably. Uh, I I really hope that it gives you that. Die, that Die Hard feels. I really, because that trailer just screams Die Hard feels. Yeah, Die Hard the Die Hard the series. So in this the is how a TV dinner feels. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what a TV dinner feels like. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> now I have two arrows. Ho ho ho! ho. ho. <laughs> oh God! Uh-huh. I mean, they keep they got a lot of the jokes from the mm-hmm. actual comic book in there. Yeah, I I'm like, but. But that's that's for later. That's for later. Uh, also, you know, Doom Patrol. When we get to that, yes. Um, I I must be here. Actually, I must be here when we watch the new season of Doom Patrol. But most of all, 
You just started Doom Patrol? I have not watched Doom Patrol. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's bad shit insane. Yes. Oh, so God. I so I gather from <laughs> so I gather from the way you guys have, have talked about it and from the glimpse I saw of it in season one of Titans. Here's the thing. Oh, that's the thing though. There's slight differences between what you saw in Titans and the way and we, Doom Patrol actually yes, is. I'm yes, I'm sure. There's, but there is. It, but the wild thing about the weird. thing about it is you start, this everything. You everything in Doom Patrol fits. It's as if they ripped the entire comic book out and threw <laughs> it on screen, <laughs> and it's it. hilarious. Okay, well, that's a f- possible f- future HeroCast thing. I'm not going to cover all of se- the previous seasons on this. We'll. Uh, may, uh, maybe I will just join you for the new season or whatever, and just going completely blind, not having. Well, clue what's going on. Well, you could just you know just go and watch binge watch the episodes on your, during your free time. Yeah, yeah. when you're not when you're off Destiny, <laughs> it's not always Destiny. Uh, it's you know Far Cry Six right now, but also and and next month there's the GTA uh, remastered trilogy. Oh my God! Come on, San Andreas. Come, on. it was one of the it's one of the all time best GTA games. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm gonna skip it simply because. Why bother when I still play on my PlayStation? That's fair. That's I'm fair. Not, I'm, just, um, I'm, I'm just. But I'm, and, I'm just, and of course, as we mentioned earlier, next month, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, Cowboy ten episodes. Be, ten episodes. Um. So for that, are we going to uh, give our thoughts on the uh, the the Lost Sessions short that they released? Yes, we'll cover that in the fir- we'll cover that in the first okay. episode in the first binge. Because yeah, I did ask I did ask Road earlier if he'd seen the seen the lost session, but yeah. that's 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 a topic for another time. We're not going to pad this out yeah. any longer. Uh, so that I think is going to wrap up this edition of the Hero Cast. Titans season three, definitely two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's even a good jumping on point for somebody that hasn't been watching it. You know what? That that is a good. That is a thing. You could pick Each up each season. You could just pick up right on the first they, they, episode. Well, I wouldn't say that necessarily for season two because because season one ended on a cliffhanger and you jump straight in with that cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, season three is a good jumping on point. You can pick up a lot of every, a lot of what's going on from the context and everything. But it was a good so it was a good uh, place to jump on. Uh, it's available on HBO Max. Uh, if you're t- watching Titans on uh, network television, like, not network, uh, cable television on TNT, why? Just why? <laughs> I don't know, why are you watching Harley Quinn on uh, Adult Swim? Because they put it on Adult I Swim. I don't know, but at any rate, Titan Season 3 was a good jumping on point for a newcomer. Uh, it, was a good, it was a good season. Finally had my man Tim Drake. Yep, uh, and presumably f- more st- more characters are going to start popping up. Uh, whenever season I'm four ready comes. for Wonder Girl. <laughs> well, we've had Wonder Girl. No, no, no. That's Donna Troy. Okay. I mean, we're I talking about Wonder Girl. I, we're wasn't talking she of, called Wonder we're, Girl before? We're literally well, in season in season two when she turned. It up? was very, very or season brief. one. It was very brief that she went by Wonder Girl. She, at any rate, she at didn't want to be. She didn't want to be. Stop putting coils in him. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna cut it off here. I'm pulling. Pull, no, 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 no. I'm pulling the plug because me and Chris actually want to see Halloween Kills. Right. They're gonna they're gonna watch that. Oh um, God. We should do our own recording for that afterwards. 
Roberts. All right, I'm the, I'll leave the I'll leave the the uh, the stuff out for you then. Uh, but that's going to wrap up this edition of the Hero Cast. So for Zeke, Chris, and Road, I am Jay, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel, and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.